This week, there is no precedent for Shin Godzilla. This is Body Counts and Beer. Hello and welcome to another edition of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Bromley. I am grasping to come up with a pun for this episode and I simply can't. I'm Jonathan Rooney Taylor. The Resurgence. Yeah. Uh, This week we are discussing uh, in advance of the soon to be released uh, mega blockbuster Godzilla vs. Kong coming to HBO Max in theaters on the same day. We're discussing not another movie from the legendary MonsterVerse. We are not watching 2014 Godzilla, nor are we watching 2019's Godzilla King of the Monsters, nor are we watching 2018's <laughs> Kong Skull Island, nor are we watching Godzilla 98 with Matthew Broderick, nor are we watching Godzilla 2000. No, we are watching 2016's reboot of the Godzilla franchise from Toho themselves, Shin Godzilla. Also known as Godzilla Resurgence. Also known as, for some reason, Return of Godzilla, which uh, narratively doesn't make any sense. That's correct. Yeah, true. Uh, as I as I mentioned, this is a reboot uh, of the Godzilla franchise in Japan. Uh, they have uh, multiple eras, like the Showa era and the Heisei era. Yeah, named and after whatever of... uh, Japanese imperial family holds office yes. at the time. <laughs> and uh, this current incarnation, I believe, is the Rewa era. I'm probably saying that wrong, and I apologize to our <laughs> one Japanese bot that is monitoring this. Yeah, this is just for us, really. <laughs> sorry, bot. I am not sorry, uh, bot. When the revolution movie, comes, you will not be spared. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, this movie is directed uh, and written by the creator of uh, Hideaki uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, creator and auteur, question mark, of uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Also writer and director of the rebuild of Evangelion film series, including Evangelion 1.11. You can't. We've done this already. Not, <laughs> you are parentheses, not and parentheses alone. Neon Genesis Evangelion 2.22. You can parentheses, not and parentheses advance. And Evangelion 3.33. Uh, you can not parentheses or you can parentheses not and parentheses redo. And the off delayed was supposed to release in like 2015, just got delayed again last week. Uh, the final part, the fourth part, the fourth part of this clearly numbered numerical sequence is Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0. <laughs> Uh, so when do we thrice get, upon when, a time i believe is the <laughs> subtitle to that one so when do we get west craven's new evangelion i uh, you know what that's a brilliant idea kid you got the goods when do we get evangelion versus full metal alchemist <laughs> <laughs> uh buddy those two take place in wildly different settings and they are not at all compatible i don't understand how an at field can possibly breach alchemy i don't i don't know anything about full metal alchemist except for the trailer that always shows up on netflix for the live action movie 
where it appears to me the plot of, of Full Metal Alchemist is, oh no, I lost my arm and leg. Oh no, I lost my whole body. Together, we're crazy friends. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're not far off. Oh, Solving okay, cool. Mysteries. <laughs> Uh, so Shin Godzilla begins, like all movies do, with an abandoned yacht in the middle of the ocean. Uh, it yeah, is the buddy. Pleasure Cruise Glory Maru. They make yes. a very big point of both showing its like uh, its name on the boat itself, and they repeat it a couple of times as if it is going to be like, wait a minute, rock a baby, I've got it! But no, that moment never comes. It, it never unlocks the the detective's final clue sure do you think this is a reference to the kobayashi maru from star trek as in what they are about to face is an unwinnable test uh yeah no i i definitely think that this uh deeply japanese movie about the aftermath of the fukushima uh <laughs> earthquake and subsequent breach of a nuclear reactor was like uh, you know what? Well, open up with a smile. Give them, give them a nice little Easter egg for all the Trekkies <laughs> out there. Okay, John. All right. You don't have to be sarcastic. Half of this movie are jokes. Yeah, no, yes. that's very true, actually. I, most of the jokes are very good edits. Uh, yes. Uh, so, yeah. So, it begins. There's an abandoned pleasure uh, yacht out in the middle of the ocean. We cloverfield uh, it. Guard- yeah, the the Coast Guard comes to check out, and oh no, a giant spout of water shoots out. Yeah, the, the pleasure craft is abandoned, uh, but like it looks very specifically purposefully abandoned. There's a paper crane on top of a manila folder and uh, just a pair of empty shoes. And then, yeah, giant uh, fucking geyser of steam comes out of the bay, and then we cut to the Tokyo Aqua Bridge, which immediately starts gushing blood. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Just like this rusty red bloody goo dropping into the Aqua Bridge, filling up in the harbor or river or whatever it is. Uh, and we get... So the crux of this movie is bureaucracy. Yes. Bad. Watch them and go. W- what follows is one of my favorite sequences, I think, in movie history... There's a bunch of guys at a conference room, and they go, what is this? I don't know. They said, maybe it's a, a volcano. Yeah. Oh, well, this yeah, is we above should... my pay grade. We should get the uh, the prime minister's cabinet together. You're yeah. right. Let's end this meeting on the fifth floor. Go down to the fourth floor. Set up the cabinet meeting with the prime minister's cabinet there with all of the ministers. Hey, there's breaking news on TV. Oh, we'll turn on the TV. Oh, shit. There's a giant Godzilla tale. Oh, buddies. All right. Let's wrap up this meeting. Go back up to the fifth floor. <laughs> have a national meeting again yeah this whole movie is just like how many conference rooms can we fit into over and over and over again buddy i love when we put together we'll get to it later the like the like rebel crew that actually cracks the code of godzilla and i love (laughs) that they're introduced with an action bureaucracy montage of installing giant printer and bay copiers (laughs) and office (laughs) chairs dramatically sliding into place and all of their laptops are neatly arranged like guns in an action movie (laughs) That so that was going to be the next thing. I, I love how this whole movie is shot like an action movie, and ninety percent of it is just bullshit, double talk, <laughs> government crap. It's just all all red tape that people have to deal with. But it's shot with just like extreme close ups and lots of cutting uh, and moving at such a quick pace. Yeah, 
there's always something either entering or leaving the frame no matter what the situation actually is yes yeah it's it's fantastic it's a a very kinetic movie for a movie about old guys sitting around arguing over uh (laughs) proper you know the, the the proper bureaucratic way to go about these things yeah uh, um, this is where we uh, get our first uh, Aaron Sorkin-esque walk and talk. But instead of talking about how, you know, maybe it's a bad idea to tax the rich. Uh, they're talking about, hey, maybe this is a volcano. Yeah, it's probably a volcano. Uh, and this is where we're introduced to ostensibly our main character, Yaguchi, who is yes. his the first line of dialogue directed to him is like, Listen, Yaguchi, I know that you're a rebel who plays by his own rules, <laughs> a real <laughs> maverick. And he's like, that's right, boss. I just can't stay quiet when there's injustice afoot. <laughs> and 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 he, everyone is talking about, well, we don't know what this is. Oh, it's probably just a sea vent or, you know, volcanic activity. And he's like, maybe it's a monster. He's like, I'm pretty sure I've seen like, a Godzilla movie before. And this feels like we're in a Godzilla movie. So, <laughs> And everybody immediately is just like, oh, you're an idiot. And his friend's like, I'm, I'm sorry about my friend's joke there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he takes him out into the hallway, and he's just like, look, you're probably right, but don't say that shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. Think uh, about me, the guy who got you here, and my yeah. reputation <laughs> when you say stupid shit, is what he says. So much of this movie is people just being like, I need to protect my reputation. Yeah. yeah. So you guys, uh, I watched the the Blu-ray copy that I had. Uh, you guys, I think, watched it online. Did it have the... Uh, the subtitles of who everybody's like cabinet position is. Yes, it has everybody's subtitles. It, it gets very confusing because it had the sub. It had the subtitles of who they are, but it would replace the dialogue they were speaking. So sometimes you Ooh, miss rough. little lines of dialogue. Also, every time any piece of technology shows up on screen, there was a subtitle for that too. Oh yeah. So you like every time a tank shows up, it's like. P9C <laughs> or you know D4O drone warfare and like throughout the whole movie there's like subtitles for everything. Yeah, the movie is very much designed to make you feel overwhelmed with amounts of information. Yes. Uh even like the the cast of characters is got to be in the dozens of like actual oh, yeah. named characters with plot there's importance. At least 30 named characters. Yeah. And what I love is, speaking roles. aside from Yaguchi and uh, An, who we'll get to later, uh, who is a delight, I don't know oh, yeah. a single, like, name or really am, like, aware of the rank of any of the other characters, but they're so well acted that, like, fucking Pink Towel Man. I love Pink Towel Man. <laughs> oh, Pink that Towel Man is rules. great. With all of his crazy crayon drawings yeah. and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's so great. Yeah. Uh, I I do want to point out that uh, Patrick, you and I, I believe, watched this on uh, archive.org or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The link John sent. Yes. Oh. Oh. So you guys watched it on archive. I watched it on archive of our own. The the fanfic oh, website. Gotcha. So the, all right. This is why I, my notes have way more fucking than yours. I get it now. Sure. I see. Uh, I'm also pretty <laughs> sure, John. John, you mentioned you watched a Blu-ray copy. I'm pretty sure our the version that Patrick and I watched has like 20 minutes of the movie cut out. I was wondering about that oh, no. because it, the runtime said two hours, but the link it only had a, a buck forty. Yes, exactly. Weird. So 
I think that there there are some awkward edits in there, and I think that might be um... gotcha. Well, I can fill that in. Like I said, I I took notes. Uh, I will replace every time my note says, and then the two characters fuck with, and then the two characters discuss the proper channels to make these uh, requisitions. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely no fucking in the version. I yeah, watched. there was no fucking. <laughs> oh no! In the real version, there's fucking. Maybe that's what they cut out. No, I oh, was. Maybe. This was a very extended and uh, poorly executed joke about the difference between archive.org and archive of our own, <laughs> oh, which, man. like, you need a lot of footnotes to really follow this. This is very esoteric. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what archive of our own is. Is that a thing? It's where John gets his furry costume. Hell yeah, okay. buddy. Gotcha. Uh, so before we get back into the like the the heated bureaucracy and cabinet meetings of it, I just want to the structure of this film is very like. It'll cut from like a very um, like stationary camera with rapid cuts in very high tense conversations to like street level views of like people's cell phone footage and like real like shaky cam kind of Cloverfield style stuff. Uh, This leads to one of my all time fucking favorite uses of this when they're evacuating the tunnel. What got full of Godzilla blood? Oh, yeah. And the one dude's like. Oh, cool. They got slides here. (laughs) And they're like giggling as they go down. I love that. They like take them into like a small back alleyway inside this tunnel. He goes, a slide. (laughs) (laughs) It's so much fun. Uh, So, yeah. So So we get to uh, basically just a big cabinet meeting where they're just like uh, a giant. They turn on the TV and they see a giant tail come out of the ocean. And they're like, oh, this is not a volcano. Um, and someone's like, oh, it's probably a whale. Yeah, they're just, they're, 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 it's all a bunch of people. Uh, if you see like what their jobs are, it's like the defense minister saying, I'll bet it's a new kind of life. And it's like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You're a defense minister. Shush. Uh, this leads to another amazing joke where uh, Yaguchi says like, oh, no. I think that this is like a new life form and we need to send people there to investigate right now. And there's a beat of silence. And then someone like leans into frame and just says, Yaguchi, <laughs> who are you addressing right now? <laughs> <laughs> who are you talking to? Which is great. And he's like, oh, yeah, like normally in movies, someone just says that. And then like an army of interns just start making it happen. But here they're like. No, you got to be real specific about who's doing what, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, there's a, a quick meeting, and almost everybody is just like, so we're going to kill this thing, right? Yeah, we're going to blow this thing up. Yeah, let's definitely blow this thing up. Cool. Now we need to have a quorum on uh, whether we can blow this thing up legally. Correct, and they yeah. discover that, in fact, they don't have the legal jurisdiction to blow this thing up. <laughs> Yeah, they need to they evacuate to meet, everyone first. Oh, not even, not only do they have to evacuate everyone, but smash cut to Chiron academic emergency meeting, <laughs> <laughs> where they have uh, like high ranking professors in the field of academia just saying like, "All right, biology academic, like, w- what do we do?" And he's like, I-, "I don't know. I've never been part of something like this before." Okay, great. You're super unhelpful. Uh, geology academic, what do we do? Well, this isn't really about rocks, so it's kind of out of my wheelhouse. And they're like, all right, <laughs> great, awesome. Uh, just like life forms, academic, what are we doing? He's like, well, my opinion is we're dealing with a Godzilla, but don't tell anyone that because it might ruin my reputation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, 
cool. They actually exit the meeting back into the fifth floor, like, general assembly, uh, and the first line is, well, that was a complete waste of time. Waste of time. <laughs> but that uh, does lead to the introduction of the geek squad of nerds and pains. Well, before we get to the, we'll, we'll get to the geek squad. I've got, uh, before, I've got a, yeah. a chronology of events here, and if we go straight to the geek squad, we are missing probably the greatest creature design in cinematic history. Well, first, first things first, what happens is they 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 all theorize that okay, this thing can't come on land because it's going to crush its own legs. It's got weak wink, wimpy little legs. Yeah, it's under the ocean, so it shouldn't really have the like bone structure to deal with like standing upright. Yes. So the prime minister is like, I have to give a press conference. And they're like, great. Just only tell them things that you know. Don't go off book. Great. Now let's all change into our awesome government coveralls and go Fucking have, love those coveralls. <laughs> and go have a press announcement. And there's literally a scene where all of a sudden they change out of their normal bureaucracy suits and put on matching superhero coveralls. Right. And it is yep. just like something out of an Evil Dead movie with like quick cuts to like zooms to them like opening up closets and cabinets and the music is very like dun, 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 yes. dun, dun, dun. It's... They're it's so good. Their emergency coveralls, yeah. Yeah, and the prime minister goes to do his press conference, and he's like, hey, everything's fine. We're getting some people out. We don't know exactly what it is, but it's going to be cool. There's no way it can get on land. What's that guy walking up and whispering in my ear? Oh, no! Smash cut to Godzilla <laughs> very much on land. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, this so, is yeah. where we have, like, the the river of boats that he's pushing through one of the, like, city canals. Uh, he gets up, and as they're evacuating, he makes landfall, and everyone just abandons their cars. And he has sort of kind of legs, but he has a very, like, long, slug-like creature. And his big, dumb, stupid head is just wildly swinging from side to side, just <laughs> parting this ocean of cars. Yes. Uh, got the, so the baby Godzilla, as we as we first meet it, is this like snake skink type lizard creature with these big ugly gills that spit out blood all over the place. Yeah. And it has great big googly eyes. Yeah. That don't and blink shit. and cannot focus on anything. The the special effects in this movie, it's all CG, but it's done to look exactly like a big dumb guy in a big dumb costume. Yes. It's CG that looks like men in suit. Yeah. It's great. And this thing literally is like flopping its head around like a dumb baby animal and is just like, it jumps onto a building that then falls over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It has no spatial awareness. (laughs) It's just this big dumb thing. Well, it's very much like a wild animal. Like it, it doesn't have like a plan. It just like, oh shit. I'm in the middle of a big city. I don't know what's going on. Yes. Right. Uh, so now the this is where... Uh, well, this uh, is where we get uh, a lot of talk about... First off, we've got the governor of Tokyo who says one of my favorite lines, first response manuals don't cover this. Yeah. yeah. Which I fucking love. But this is where the, the SDF, which is ostensibly like the national guard of japan since they don't have like a uh 
like foreign legion or anything like that. Like they can't send their army out, but they have right. a territorial army for defense. And this is where they have a long conversation about, all right, according to Article 76, we can use our military to defend our country if there is like an aggressive nation or something <laughs> of equal force. Does a Godzilla count as something equal force to an aggressive nation? <laughs> well, I think it does. Well, no, technically the rule book doesn't allow for the existence of Godzillas. So <laughs> so they're like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. We'll send in the choppers because we got to do something because it's, it's heading straight for Tokyo and it'll be there in yeah. like four hours. Thankfully, and by the way, I just want to point out when rule books refuse to... Uh, yeah, it's uh, Airbud rules. Come on. Yes, exactly. When they refuse to accept the existence of Godzilla, that's how we get dogs playing basketball, <laughs> and then dogs playing football, and then dogs playing volleyball, and then all of a sudden that dog is dead, but now there's seven puppies, and there's a whole Airbud industry. I feel like, <laughs> is there one where Airbud is a boxer and his like manager is a small chimpanzee? I think you're thinking of Teen Wolf 2, and that chimpanzee is Styles. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, Styles. Tough break. Uh, so it's they... okay. It's shitty Styles. It's not, it's not the same Styles from first That's true. Wolf. OG Styles or no Styles. That's damn right. Uh, so we have what is another really, uh, like, the we, we call up a, a chopper attack. And the thing that I fucking love about this movie in particular is it is super nerdy about like military hardware and army maneuvers, but not in a like Rambo. Fuck. Yeah. Like lone guy just being crazy out there in a way of just like the coolest thing of all is when the helicopters fly in perfect formation. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And like, hey, aren't Ford operating bases with fucking like camo tent tops just the coolest? And copy your base. (laughs) So these helicopters take off and they make their way towards Godzilla. But Godzilla's all tuckered out. Yeah, Godzilla is like initially just kind of like sitting there just flailing around like a big dumb chicken baby. And they're like, should we fire on it? Well, I don't know if we can fire on it. Legally, I don't think we can fire on it. Well, we probably shouldn't yeah. fire on it. Well, then. the prime minister Ooh, finally I think gets. We should fire yeah, on the it. Fi- the prime minister finally gets the. Uh, like everything has to go through the prime minister. He is the only person that can like actually make any decisions. And the 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 head of the SDF finally convinces him, like, give the order to fire on Godzilla, and he's like, all right, I give the order, and then oh no. Train guardrails come down. There's like one dude with like his daughter on his back waiting for the train to go by so he can evacuate. And they're like, ah, shit, abort. Call call it off. I love this. I love this. This is one of my favorite jokes in the movie is because the helicopter crew is like, oh, no, there's somebody there. And so they request the uh, they request confirmation that they can attack, even though there are people there. And then 10 people in like a telephone game before it gets back to the office. Before the guy asks the lady to ask the prime minister. I love that. <laughs> like, they're just nine quick cuts of people going, oh, no, they're people. Can they attack? Can they attack? But yeah, so uh, God, they, they decide to call off the attack because they don't want to put civilians in danger. Uh, Godzilla gets real tuckered out and just, like, crawls back into the ocean. Uh, and then cut to next day. Oh, everything's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Everyone's all the just trains like, are running. Yeah, yeah. People are like eating food. They're out on the street, and like everyone in the in the government is like, "Well, what a weird day yesterday was." Yeah. But I'm sure we'll be fine. We'll never see this thing again. Yeah, Yaguchi uh, and his like bureaucratic team go to some of the wreckage, and you can tell that Yaguchi's the hero because he's just like, "This is on us. Like we failed our people. We're a terrible government. Like we need to do better." And this part super like enraged me in 2021 because literally (laughs) later that day they pass a massive relief plan for the survivors and refugees of the godzilla attack yes we have been in global pandemic for what 11 months 10 months yes we got a whole year one shitty relief package and we can't even get a second one i am so mad john that is not true we got one shitty relief package and then one even shittier relief package. <laughs> the down payment on the future relief package yes. that we still haven't gotten. And very likely oh won't. I know, right? Even though we voted in an entire turnover of the political pa- of the political party currently holding power in both the executive branch, the House of Representatives, and the Senate, all running on the explicit promise of we will give you economic relief day one. It is day it is January 31st. I'm not going to do math. You're not going to make me. It's 10 days, basically. Yeah, it's 10 days. <laughs> and it's already yeah. gone from, I guarantee you, $2,000 to, well, we already gave you 600 a couple months ago. So, like, we're just paying the difference now. Like, and all, not all of you will get that. We're going to lower yes. the, yeah. the rates. And also, we're gonna t- also, we're going to tax it. And also, we're open to negotiating. It might be lower. Yeah, right. Right. And if you don't, if you, people who for some reason didn't get the $600 just because of like IRS buffoonery, uh, they're like, all right, don't worry, don't worry. You can use that as a tax credit in April. <laughs> it's like, no, I need food. <laughs> yeah. Weirdly Meanwhile, enough, my grocery store doesn't take tax credits. Yeah, it's so strange. <laughs> Meanwhile, Marjorie Taylor Greene is running around here yelling about Jewish space lasers. <laughs> And how nobody has seen plane wreckage from the Pentagon at 9-11. Which, like, hey, if I and said her, that in and my... And she got if promoted! I, she got promoted yeah. to a committee! If I if I ever said that in, like, an office where I worked, HR would fire me. They would have me fired <laughs> later that day. They would have you fired, and anybody who called for a reference, they would explicitly break the law and badmouth you so yeah. you wouldn't get another job. <laughs> Uh, Speaking of jobs, uh, boy, this Godzilla movie is about to create a whole new branch of the Japanese bureaucracy. Yes. Uh, So Godzilla does return, obviously, as Godzilla does. Um, And this time he's more, uh, he has evolved into the Godzilla that we are more familiar with. Well, his uh, arms have come out of his giant gills, and he's started to stand upright a little yes. more, not all the way. Yeah, and he's they, also glowing red. Yeah, yeah. They discover that he is. Uh, they in, in order to like fucking figure out this Godzilla jabroni once and for all, they assemble the Rebel Nerd Force. Which <laughs> I wrote this line down because it's one of my favorite lines in any movie ever. Where they are in, they've called all of these like kind of like fringe people, people who don't quite fit into the like power structure that they're involved with, but are also like brilliant. And they assemble them all into a conference room and they're like, all right, look, 
nobody's in charge. This is like a flat hierarchy. The best ideas win out no matter who like says them or what. We all have to work together to the common goal of figuring out Godzilla and a way to stop him. Uh, and the person who introduces this says, you are a crack team of lone wolves, <laughs> nerds, troublemakers, academic heretics, freaks, <laughs> and general pains in the butt of bureaucracy. Yeah, buddy. I, I love the... I Can love I get that on a pillow? <laughs> Yeah, or I love the term academic heretic. Right? No, like, that's the guy, guy from Ancient Aliens, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the guy who, like, walks into every history class and, like, picks up, like, an old English tome and just, like, sets it on fire. And is like, we don't need to worry about that now. We're only... Welcome to week four of Prima Nocta. And just... Just does what he wants. So yeah, they've they've assembled this, and uh, again, like everybody has like names, but even like obviously having the barrier of Japanese being a second language and these names being unfamiliar, they're also it's designed for you not to remember this information. This is just like a constant stream of a lot of information all at once. Uh, We get. Basically, a uh, pink towel man who is a man in like a cream suit with just a pink hand towel around yep. his neck all the time. Fucking love this dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's... He's got a bunch of documents written in crayon. Yep. Yeah. Scribbled on like multiple pieces of notebook paper that he had to tape together in crayon. Right. Right. And he's the he's the cool mellow nerd. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's the one who like first day of class turns his uh, chair backwards and is just like. I'm not like your other professors. You can talk to me. <laughs> Let's rap. We also get a nerdy one who is constantly like putting his head on his laptop in like really weird, like he's a cat nuzzling it kind of way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, we get girl one. Yes. Yep. She's the girl. Uh-huh. You know it. Uh, she actually fucking rules because she does no patience for anyone being stupider than she is. She also has no patience for that one guy stinking the place up. True. Yeah. There is Stinky Man who brings in yeah. very smelly food. There's literally, yeah. the, well, there's the guy, they're just like, hey, your shirt smells. You need a shower. And he's like, what? Is that true? Yes, you smell like shit. Go get a shower. <laughs> and then and then immediately it just cuts to a brand new crisp white dress shirt on his desk wrapped in plastic. Yeah. And he's he wakes up to it as yeah. a reminder that you smell like shit, dude. Get your shit together. I know we've all been up for 24 hours trying to figure out a way to stop this brand new organism that's destroying our city but seriously man get some soap get some water (laughs) so this is where have some uh, (laughs) self-respect girl one has the idea of just like they're trying to figure out like it should not be scientifically possible for a creature this big to be able to like have the metabolism or the energy to even like lift itself which is why they were so convinced that it wouldn't make like landfall uh girl one says oh obviously the creature uses nuclear fusion. The creature fission. is yeah, fission. nuclear fission. 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 Uh, and everyone one, laughs at her. Not yep. everyone laughs. Like, everyone's just like, yeah, all right, I guess. Uh, nerdy one is just like, that's the dumbest thing ever. What a good joke. You're hilarious. You flyboys crack me up. Then cut to <laughs> everybody's like at their laptops working. Nerdy one is facing away from the camera. He's typing away. Suddenly he just starts screaming. <laughs> he starts spinning around in his office chair, jumps up and runs out of the room. He then comes back with his laptop and says, 
main character, Yaguchi, uh, I think it's using nuclear fission. <laughs> right. And then he apologizes very nicely to the girl one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's true. He's like, ah, oh, sorry. But what's really where... funny is he freaks out. He runs around, like, shaking his laptop, screaming in people's faces. Another guy walks up to girl one is like hey we just confirmed it's nuclear fission and then nerdy one runs up with his laptop and he's like can you believe it's nuclear fission (laughs) uh this is also now where we enter uh ann patterson yes uh, the (laughs) american in big quotes I feel like this is the second time I've seen a character like this, but I love the Japanese perspective of the woman raised in America. <laughs> yeah, because she is the daughter of like a high-ranking uh, American senator. Uh, she does have an incredibly thick Japanese accent when she is speaking English to the point where just like story-wise, it's hard to pick up on that plot point at first. Yeah, especially since they don't give you subtitles for when they speak English. Yeah. Yes. Uh, again, uh, I said this in the like little green room where he had, like, in all fairness, her English is way better than my Japanese. Absolutely. But it is kind of the thing, like, later on in the movie, there are, like, straight-up American characters from, like, the DoD, and they are just played by Americans. Yeah. So yeah. it seems strange that, like, oh, you had access to, like... I guess this is how every other nationality feels when we Americans make... Stupid accent choices based on their regions. You know, I don't like John Malkovich. His Russian in Rounders is a fucking war crime. That's what reignited the antagonism between (laughs) Russia and the U.S. They're like John Malkovich, one of America's greatest living actors, and that's the like diarrhea that spews out of your stupid mouth. Hello, I have come to play cards with you. Don't worry, I have two pair. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't think that uh, I don't think that their dialects would have been so bad if the edit and the speed of the movie weren't so fast because you really yeah, had no time correct. to digest anything they said either. Right, uh, but Anne is uh, she's because of her connections, she has a connection to a Japanese professor, Goro Maki. Who, like, just straight up discovered, hey, there's a Godzilla in the ocean, and eventually it's going to come up, and it's going to do a Godzilla to Tokyo. So, like, we should probably figure this out, and uh, whatever and that university guy is he literally, was working for. And that guy is literally laughed out of existence. Yeah, like, yep. he is pushed out of the university that he worked in conjunction with. He got a job at, like, the American Department of Energy to just be like, please, for the love of God... Look, I have pictures of the like nuclear waste that we put down in the ocean, and I've got like it's a uh, barrel with actual teeth marks in it. Yeah, right. And he's just like, I've got like gator. this big like schematic of what I propose his like DNA looks like, and they're like, yeah, get the fuck out of here, you dumb idiot. There's no Godzillas in this Godzilla movie. We don't know we're in one. Uh, and it, w- it turned out to be his yacht that was at the beginning of the movie. Yes. He specifically left it there derelict so that people would find his research because he knew that, like, according to my calculations, Godzilla is going to fucking Godzilla soon. Do we know? Do they ever mention, like, what happened to this guy? We just know he's gone, right? He just he killed himself on the oh, yeah. because, I like, he, he had no other like no one would hire him and no one would listen to him. So he's just like. Well, this is the only way that I have to, like, get someone's attention. That's why he left, like, a paper crane on top of the envelope sure. that had all his research in it. 
which is uh, which is a signal for later. It's like a nice little like uh, Easter egg foreshadow piece. Yeah. Right. Uh, so that on used her connections to get this information to like get the Manila folder of all of the Godzilla research, and he's just like. Yaguchi, I hear that you're a real rebel. You don't care about red tape. You cut right through it. You're my kind of guy. Here, I'll give you this information if you agree to give me information about what the Japanese government is doing so that I can be like part of this joint effort and it'll be good for my like political career because I want to be the president. She wants to be the president in her by the time she's like 40. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And this is where, Patrick, uh, this comes into, like, I love the way the Japanese are like, all right, we need to signal clearly right away that this is an American to our Japanese audience. So she's wearing this, like, blue sheen party dress with, like, a huge jacket. And she literally is like, I'm sorry, I just came from a giant party at a really cool club and I didn't have time to change. (laughs) And then she asks for the location of the nearest Zara's. And I just That's love great. it. This, it's so this, good. Like, America is all money and appearance. Yeah, which I know. Uh, I mean, technically off. true. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no arguments there. So yeah, Godzilla is now back on land. He's in his like, like beefed up form, uh, and they and he's he's doing what Godzilla does best: standing completely still, just <laughs> using his tail mostly to like just smash to, to mostly like get shit out of his way uh they find out that the reason that he keeps going back into the ocean is to like cool himself like a nuclear reactor would have to uh john like a universal soldier has to like a universal right? soldier you're right you're right uh or uh what is it adam jensen don't you remember the, the scene Ex from this don't you remember the scene from this movie where Godzilla goes to the diner and beats up a bunch of guys while discovering food for the first time? And then afterwards has to lie down in an ice bath because he has to cool down? No, but I do remember when Godzilla touched Ron Silver and they just turned into goo. That Well, that was because they're both technically Ron Silver. <laughs> Correct, yes. I'll give you an autograph if you have a pen. I don't have a pen. Then you don't get an autograph. You don't autograph. get an autograph. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's check Godzilla. out Heat Vision and Jack. That's a that's a it's yeah. free on YouTube. It's amazing. It's delightful. But yeah, the uh, so the yeah. Yaguchi uh, they yes, this is where they attack Godzilla with jets and choppers. Uh, yes. And it fucking rules. Yeah, yeah. So initially they send out choppers and they they try their regular ammunition. It just bounces off of Godzilla. Doesn't even like phase him. So they what I love is to they the... they actually like the. Because it's like aerial combat, it's all tracer bullets, which fucking rule. Oh, yeah. And the actual sound design of like little, it's literally like plink, 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 plink of it, like <laughs> yeah, just the bullets bouncing, bouncing off. Yeah, and you can see like the tracers tailing off as they bounce off of Godzilla. Uh, then they switch to the 30 millimeter. Uh, no, uh, then they round. ask if it's okay if they switch <laughs> to, the 30 right. to the 30 millimeter. <laughs> And they uh, ask if it's okay to switch to the missiles. <laughs> yeah, and, and none of the helicopters are effective. They just can't do anything. Uh, so then the the they go with the uh, the tanks, and then the they've got like this like howitzer like battalion, 
and there's like 50 tanks just like lobbing yeah they got like, tanks and, and they've also got uh like bunker busters they've got like major artillery i think at some point uh a, a uh like a cruiser offshore fires a cruise missile yeah and literally none of this is phasing godzilla it's just standing still, doing nothing, but swinging its tail into buildings. Yeah, it's right. not until the fucking Americans show up. Yeah, well, that's, they a, that's their a little MOP. bit later. That's that's the nighttime attack. This is the the daytime attack where they start to push him more towards the ocean, the and he gets river, tired yeah. and just is like, "All right, fine, fuck it, I'll go back in the ocean." Uh, this is where the Americans are just like. Hey, uh, this is fucked up. You guys had two opportunities to kill a Godzilla and you fucking didn't. So we're taking over now. Uh, and this is where Godzilla comes out at night. Uh, yes. and it's a repeat of this where they, again, they like, they fire, uh, this is when they send jets out. Yes. And they drop bombs on Godzilla. And I love that the bombs bounce before they explode. <laughs> right. Yeah. But this is <laughs> I where. I don't think that's how that works. Yeah. Uh, and Godzilla assumes a posture of a very, like, come at me, bro kind of thing, which I fucking love. He's like, that all you got? Planes. Uh, but then the B-2, like, stealth bombers show up. Yeah. And they drop the MOP bombs. And those actually do pierce Godzilla's, like, hide and, like, explode in his skin. And it freaks him out real bad. So much so that he drops to his knees he dislocates his jaw like a snake and then splits open the bottom of his jaw like the bad guy vampires from Blade 2 and starts <laughs> spitting Independence Day fire throughout the entire city, which is just him heating up to his like radiate purple radiation beam. And yeah. then he just starts like wiping out like fucking whole the whole city. Yeah, yeah. He, he it's like a I giant like laser that just cuts through anything yeah. above five stories. It's so I also fucking like red. This a lot because it, it warms up like a welder. Like yes. first it's a hot gas and then it goes to flame and then it focuses down to this like purple laser beam. That yeah. pleased yeah. me a lot. It's just fucking like a good rad. animation. It's yeah. so cool. So he knocks out some of the some of the stealth bombers and you hear the American radio chatter and they're like, oh, he literally should not be able to do that. Like we are so like we're so high altitude and like we're stealth bombers. It's literally the thing we do is not get seen by shit. Yeah. So they're like, all right, we're going to do uh, a payback run where we're going to come back around. We're going to use like higher ordinance. And this is when the prime minister is just like. Dude, we got to get you out of here, Prime Minister. The Americans are going to blow the fuck up out of this whole goddamn city. And he's like, no, I like I'm honor bound. I started this this Godzilla project started under my watch. And I got to <laughs> see it through. And he's like, Again, no, dummy. In 2021, to listen to all of these government <laughs> officials talk about their accountability and personal <laughs> responsibility was just brutal. I do think, yeah, like at some point, one of the characters says like, I'm a politician, and as a politician, it is my responsibility to take all of the burden of these deaths on my shoulders. Yes. That's like the end of the movie. That's like the yeah. main character. Yes. 
That is the and, big I mean, like moral of the story is politicians like, take personal like, moral responsibility. And let's be fair, these politicians here are just as shitty as our politicians, just in different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is they are it's very clear that like individually each person is trying with everything they can to do what they think is the right thing to do. And it's not like in like American Godzilla movies where it's like, oh, no, we can't send in the army because then it'll blow our secret that we've been doing bad boy experiments. There's no, like, cover up to it. It's just like we literally don't have the jurisdiction to do the things we know we need to have to do to get Godzilla under control. They are hamstrung by their own archaic laws. Yeah. But, like, to a person, each one is, like, a good person. It's it's just very interesting. Yeah, they all want to save the world but at the same time like they are so beholden to their political structure that they have to go through all of these like thousands of channels to do everything when literally at some point the prime minister has just been like fucking get everyone out bomb the fuck out of this thing we'll deal with it later yeah so the the prime minister and the cabinet are all uh getting evac'd by helicopter yaguchi and his nerds have to grab all their papers and they're getting out on foot what I love is they're trying to be evacuated, uh, but traffic is at a standstill, and Yaguchi just says, no, we have to get these people out, and they just get out of the car and start, like, knocking on people's doors. <laughs> just like, we yeah. gotta get you out of here, friend. Yeah. Uh, and the um, nerds, however, by the way, the, the, by the, way the, the, super, the super nerds are working on a plan in well, hold on. theory. Well, we haven't gotten to the fucking coolest part of this nighttime battle. Which is the the U.S. does their, like, payback run, and they they just bomb the shit out of Godzilla. And Godzilla is, like, clearly just just fed up with it. Like a, like a parent at a grocery store that will not buy the toddler any more candy. We are going home right now. Uh, Godzilla powers up, and you think he's going to do his atomic breath? And he sort of does, except it all comes out of his fucking dorsal fins. Yeah. Yes. He spits out like a fucking Studio 54 amount of lasers out into the sky and wipes out everything in the air, uh, including the prime minister's helicopter. As soon as the helicopter lifts off, it gets blown up. Yes. But thankfully, this tuckers out Godzilla again. He's got to lay down and have a nap. He doesn't even lay down. He literally stands still. <laughs> he falls asleep standing up. <laughs> nice. And everyone's sure. like, well, we've got like, I don't know, like 15 days, I think, until Godzilla wakes up. Yeah. And uh, the this super is nerds, where... well, the super nerds had been working on a plan prior to this, but they weren't yeah. 100% sure of her work. And the plan was to pump Godzilla full of a blood coagulant medication that would slow down his metabolism and then he would, like, in essence, freeze. Yeah. Uh, And while they're trying to do that, uh, a brand new government has to be put in place. So the uh, Minister of Agriculture just gets promoted up to Prime Minister at the same time that uh, Japan, France, uh, Russia, and China... Uh, use their UN security power to just be like, we are taking this over. It is now our jurisdiction. You don't get to do anything anymore. And we are going to just nuke Godzilla. We are going to drop a nuclear bomb on him. And this is my another one of my all-time absolute fucking favorite lines in this, 
where the agriculture minister gets all this news. He dismisses his cabinet. He's got his lunch on his desk, which is like a ramen noodle bowl. And he just looks at it and he sighs and he says, my noodles got soggy. (laughs) I knew this job wouldn't be easy, but come on. And I have never related to a character harder than in that moment. Just like, come on. I like that because he also, I think in that sequence, uh, he has a line about where he learns about the Americans are going to do the thermonuclear strike. And he puts the phone down and goes, boy, boy. That country sure foists some crazy things on us. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Uh, so this is where Yaguchi gets in, t- in touch with An and is just like, hey, use whatever diplomatic, uh, you know, strings are at your disposal to just try to delay the nuclear strike as long as you can. We're going to do our plan. And if we can freeze Godzilla before they deploy the nuclear weapon... We'll, we'll be able to call it off. And she's like, all right, well, I've got an in. Like, I can't do it on the American side because, like, the chain of command is pretty strict. But I've got an in with the French government. So she contacts them to just, like, you don't have to call off the strike, but just, like, gummy up the works. Just delay yeah. as long as you can. Yeah, yeah there's a, another there, day. There's a scene where An is talking with, I think it's her father or it's the uh, ambassador to Japan. It is someone like, they don't show the face of on a very, like, shady airplane, and I don't yeah, know why they want me to be so scared of him. That tells me that that's George Steinbrenner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee, I hear you got a Godzilla problem. Nope, nope, thought I had one, but I didn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Larry David. <laughs> but there's that scene where they're talking, and, and he's like, just so you know, like, I'm going to pin all this on you if this goes bad. Just a heads yeah. up, and it's going to yeah. torpedo your chances of being president in your 40s. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is where we start Yaguchi's plan, which they just start calling it because they can't come up with anything better for it. And he's just like, well, I'm not wild about the name, but okay. Well, they then up... we change it to the Yashaki plan for the, the what was it, the sake that they put the Hydra to sleep with? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because they have the little meeting with the army guys, and they're like, what do you want to call it, boss? Yeah, they yeah, they change the name, and then what follows is another, like, montage of them securing, like, enough of this medication and the trucks to transport it and the cranes to inject it. It's fucking rad. It's so hilarious, like... Yeah. And it's all, again, shot like an action movie. It's all, like, super fast-paced, lots of cuts... Uh, but it's literally just people making phone calls and typing on a computer and be yeah, like, right. I got yeah. 50 trucks. I got another crane coming. <laughs> I love at one point we someone's just like... We need 24 more hours so I can get another drum of coagulant. Yeah, use use all uh, use all public sector and all private sector like companies that you can like get a hold of. And they're like, oh, private sector? Well, wouldn't that like alert people to our plan? And he's just like, yes, exactly. <laughs> like all right that's a weird wrinkle to throw in but sure uh so this is we've got morning of the next day we've got yaguchi and the nerd squad along with on at the like ford operating base to start this plan and this plan starts as all great plans do with shoving a bunch of fucking trains full of explosives at godzilla 
Fuck so yeah. yeah, we are V for Vendetta in Godzilla. So, so yeah, this is it, it takes 15 days for them to get everything together. They've held off the nuclear strike. The plan begins with them detonating bombs underneath Godzilla to drop him into like the ground a little bit to slow him down. Then yeah, they drive... everything is to try to pin him down so that they yes. can fill him full of the coagulate. Yeah, phase two is the train bombs, and they send like 30 trains to at high speed to drive into <laughs> Godzilla, ramp up his body, and explode. Yeah, I love that they don't... Ex- if this was an American movie, they would explode on contact, but I love that you see them crash and fly up into the air, and then like each train car individually explodes on its own timing. Oh, it is yeah. so fucking cool. It's so rad. Uh, they uh, they do a drone strike where they just bomb. the The plan is like we are just going to like overload him so that he does his like atomic dorsal fin attack, and we know that that like drains him of his energy. So let's yes. like provoke him to try to get him to do this again. And uh, oh shit, he gets so mad. <laughs> yeah, they send like eight hundred drones after him, and they're just like bombing the shit out of him. And again, yeah, he powers up and he uh, fucking does his dorsal fin like zappy zap he does the dorsal fin zappy zap then they start just like exploding buildings to fall on top of him oh yeah rampage 2 revenge of the building (laughs) (laughs) i liked this a lot this This was great great. yeah they they literally just like drop skyscrapers onto him knowing that it's just to piss him off yeah and and it, (laughs) and it very much does it's so great like the Godzilla is like weirdly, it, it's it's weirdly uh, uh, like immobile at times. Like the CG model, they very specifically don't give it like facial expressions or anything. So, but like this is like the moment where you're just like, oh man, Godzilla's annoyed. Yeah. He's not even mad. He's just <laughs> yeah. annoyed. Uh, he gets so annoyed at like the drone strikes that they keep sending at him that he stops doing his dorsal fin attack and he starts doing he he like lifts his tail and starts doing atomic tail and atomic breath at the same time <laughs> yeah. and just spinning around like a break dancer. Something that we failed to point out earlier, uh, which isn't a huge deal, but at one point during the uh, investigations into a, a post Godzilla like rampage. Uh, they were checking all like the nuclear waste he left behind and everything. They found like what could be possibly like tiny Godzilla like reproduction. Oh yeah, stuff. oh yeah, definitely. Which also should suggest that this Godzilla is a, a lady, right? Uh, Not they, necessarily. They suggest they, that the Godzilla ex- reproduces asexually. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's Matthew Broderick rules. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, insofar uh, as I have, uh, I have it on good authority that Matthew Broderick uh, does mitosis to reproduce. He splits gotcha. himself in half and becomes two Matthew Broderick's. Understood. Uh, but that the way that they so show this Matthew in the Broderick's. movie, take that Matthew Broderick. Uh, I do like. The do you way think that they he pulls a multiplicity his... with Sarah Jessica Parker, and they take turns like being the Matthew Broderick that she lives with? <laughs> no, well, it, that actually turns into like a, a slasher movie where she gets wise to what's going on with Matthew Broderick. So she takes an axe to him. But like Sorcerer's Apprentice, each piece turns into another Matthew Broderick. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I do like how they show Godzilla, quote, reproducing, which is just chunks of his flesh fall off <laughs> and become yeah. weird little like babies. 
Well, like, and like one of them is like, wait, so he can just like drop off a baby and that baby has wings and can fly. And they're like, yeah, yep, because yeah, it, absolutely. It is, yeah, it, he is evolving and adapting to his surroundings at such a pace that they literally cannot conceive of what he will become. Yes. Right. Uh, uh, so we're back in this. Uh, we've got uh, he he fucking he he poops and he barfs all of his atomic energy. We've all been there before, I'm sure. Uh, and this is what finally, like, slows him down. He falls down. They fucking drop more goddamn buildings on him to just pin him into place. And this is where they have another amazing line, which is, deploy the special crane platoon. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> and so this uh, platoon of, like, uh, first it's, like, dump trucks and, like, bulldozers come in and just, like, smash everything out of the way. And then, like, six trucks with giant cranes and little spouts drive up, and they take their big old giant cranes, and they spit this blood coagulate into Godzilla's mouth. I fucking love it, because all of the crane stuff looks like he's at the dentist, and he's just got a bunch of, like, those dental <laughs> tools. Just, yes. like, here comes Mr. Thirsty. Yeah. yeah, and they're just, like, spitting this stuff, and they get up to, like, 20-30% concentration before he's like, I'm done with this, and he just explodes them. Yeah, he yeah. fire breaths them like a straight line, and it takes out the entire platoon immediately. So yeah. what's and then what's what a Godzilla goes, guy to do in this? But send in he, more trains. Yeah, I love that he they he blows up the first thing of, of of crane trucks, and then one of the guys is like, exactly like we planned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we all knew it would come to this. So yeah, they send in their second wave of trains, which is literally the the first time they send in trains, it's like maybe three trains. In this one, it is like twenty fucking trains. Yeah, yeah. It is every train left in the entire island nation. Yeah, they they manage to stagger Godzilla again, and uh, another. They send in the second special platoon, the second and third platoon of cranes. Yeah, and yeah, get them both in there. So and they get they him this, and they they've you know we're at thirty you know we're at fifty percent sixty percent we're at we're at a hundred percent we've got all of the coagulate in there that we've got and this is when Godzilla wakes up and he just bites down and throws the cranes into the air, <laughs> yep. which is also which is something fucking cool. I've definitely done at the dentist before. They get very upset. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whenever you throw your dentist's crane up into the air when he's just trying to fill you up with coagulate, come on, yeah. buddy. You signed the waiver. You knew what was up. So Godzilla stands up and they're like, oh, no, our plan failed. Yeah. Uh, And he like, like, scrunk and does his thing. And then he immediately goes demolition, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He just turns to ice. It is. Freezes solid. Yeah. And there's there's this like moment of just like, did it work? It did work, and everyone's just like, "Congratulations, your plan worked." Oh, yes, thank you very much. Yep. Thank you for your help as well. This was a good, this was a very good plan. I was happy to be a part of it. I love it this. It is the in, greatest celebration. Oh in, yeah, no, it's great. In any other movie, people would be like screaming and whooping, hollering, throwing their hats in the air, high five and hugging. There'd be like a sailor like kissing a nurse in the middle of the street, and here yeah. everyone just kind of stands around and like looks at their feet and just like, "Well, that was, I guess we did it." Yeah. All right. Uh, Nothing better than a job well done. Yeah. It's just so like muted and everything. It's great. Yeah. You sort of get a sort of flirty scene between the two main characters where they both encourage each other to stay in politics. 
Yeah, because yes. uh, yeah, Han yeah. is just like, when like, I'm oh. president, I want you, Yaguchi, to be prime minister so that we can be like, we can have our, our like, I don't know, weird Aaron Sorkin rom-com with each other, I yeah. guess. Right. And he's like, you mean you just want to use me as a puppet? And she's like, yeah, I guess, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, she just sort of shrugs and looks to the side. <laughs> like, all right, nice. But yeah, uh, Yaguchi's uh, like mentor throughout this whole thing, his like senior government official is just like, we're going to have to rebuild. Who is at most... Who is at most six months older than him? Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, but he's as got a real like a generational like, difference. Yeah, he's got like a serious jawline, cheekbone thing going yeah. on. He looks very yeah. mature and wise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's just like uh, his mentor is just like, look, Yaguchi, we are going to have to like literally rebuild the entire Japanese government from the bottom up. And Yaguchi's just like, fuck yeah, we're going to do it Yaguchi style. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then they put in their pocket protectors, and <laughs> yeah. and then the movie just ends. <laughs> well, the movie, yeah, the ends, movie it ends. ends with this is something that I missed the first time I saw it, but I noticed it the second time. Oh, that's right. Godzilla yeah, yeah, yeah. is a just giant, basically statue in the middle of the like wreckage of the prefect that he like got yes. frozen up in, uh, and the nerds are like looking at the half-life of the isotopes that we've isolated in Godzilla, he'll be dead in, like, three years. We just need to, like... We can't move him. We just we just need to basically, like, live with this. Uh, and then it cuts to, like, shots of frozen Godzilla, and then it gets to his tail, where his tail is full of, like, humanoid Godzilla yes. mutants. They yeah. look, because they look- perhaps the true Godzilla... Was man. <laughs> I mean, it, the it, just like the closing words of Godzilla 2000 are, I think there's a little Godzilla in all of us. <laughs> uh, this movie at the end is just like, I think there's a little Godzilla at the end of Godzilla's tail. That little Godzilla. A little bit of all of us in Godzilla. And that yeah. Godzilla tail are definitely xenomorphs. Correct. <laughs> they... They do. It is reminiscent of Alien, especially the way the humanoids are formed, like their heads are weird looking. Their heads are just like big bulbous, like no eye having toothy whatever. Yeah. 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 Uh, And Uh, then it is. Yeah. Cut to black. End of movie. This movie fucking rules. Absolutely. credits. And that is going to take us to bullet points. Godzilla scream. Godzilla scream. More like atomic breath points, right? 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 Patrick, what do you think the body uh, first 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 uh, first bullet point is body count? Body counts. Patrick, what do you think the body count of uh, of Shin Godzilla is? Uh, I'm gonna go with a good like ten, fifteen thousand people should have died in that. Sure, John, what do you think the body count of Shin Godzilla is? I'm gonna say twenty thousand. Wow. Okay. The answer is, and this is according to the Godzilla wiki, 218. (laughs) You both both lose. You know what? I forgot that they pulled an Age of Ultron in this movie where they were like, phew, a good thing that building was completely evacuated before Godzilla got to it. Yeah. That is is true. There is a lot of just like, oh, man, good thing we evacuated all these people. 
Yeah. Because uh, they wanted to avoid, you know, unnecessary violence in a Godzilla movie. Except that there's that one <laughs> family when Godzilla is like a weird baby Godzilla in that like condo complex where the, it's it's uh, a mother, a father, and like a toddler. And they're like, we got to get out of here right now. Godzilla's coming. And then Godzilla just knocks over the entire building. And it yeah. cuts to like a point of view of inside the building as the family slides out of their condo windows. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. They got crushed up. Uh, so that's going to take us to our next bullet point. Best kill. Best kill. John, what do you think the best kill in Shin Godzilla is? Well, the one that I described was too sad. Of course. <laughs> I, I'm going to say uh, definitely the, the prime minister and his cabinet getting blowed up in the helicopter just because it is such like a like a heavy action sequence but it's also because it's shot at night it's this really cool like the streets are literally on fire and there is like ash that is falling like snow and then you just get a shot of just like the broken helicopter blades and the tail like poking up from just off screen and it's just like really a very cool shot like it's very well done yes sure Pat- Patrick, best kill in Shin Godzilla. Oh, I'm going to go with the chunk of bridge that Godzilla throws and crushes a tank with. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. That is the greatest thing. Like, these tanks are just, like, fucking Godzilla up, and he's covered in smoke, and you're like, oh, man, the tanks did it. And then you just see this hunk of bridge fly in the air and land on this tank. And all the tanks are, like, booking it and rolling over each other and stuff, and then one of them, you see the inside, and you see the, like, inside get crushed. One of the things I love about the tank scene in this movie is there are so many shots of, like, tanks just spinning. Yeah, spinning, but like the cannon part, like remains fixed at a point. So it's just the bottom part that's just spinning. Yeah, it's yeah, very, they're just doing and like they're all tank, on like doing gravel tank roads. Donuts. You kind of mentioned this earlier about the military hardware, but like especially in that scene with the big assault, like it's a 1980s U.S. Navy sponsored style look <laughs> at an attack. Like it is all yeah. boners and coming everywhere. Oh, well, what I also really love about that uh, sequence in particular is there's a ton of just huge wide shots where you see like the scale of this whole operation. Right. It is yeah. so cool. I also love like all the tanks are lined up waiting for the attack for Godzilla and then they give the attack and only then do they all move their turrets in perfect harmony yep. yeah. to line up. Uh, Mark, best kill. Uh, I am going to go with uh, when baby Godzilla first like spits up in the bay or whatever and shoots up all that water and the blood drops into the aqua tunnel. It drops immediately onto this car. And if we know anything about Godzilla, he's radioactive, which means his blood is radioactive, which means everyone in that car melted to death. <laughs> yep. Right. Uh, but it was worth it for that one guy to finally oh, fulfill his dream of going down a slide. <laughs> Yay! Right. That'll take us to our next bullet point. War crimes. War crimes. Patrick, tell me about some war crimes in Shin Godzilla. Uh, I'm going to go with the illegal dumping of several hundred barrels of nuclear waste in the ocean just for funsies. Yeah, fair. It wasn't just for funsies, Patrick. It was the easiest place to dump that toxic waste. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
And again, I love that the they, they do a close-up of these barrels in the ocean, and there is literally a mouth shape like bite mark in each of the barrels. Like when you watch a cartoon and somebody bites a sandwich, and it's just yes. like a perfect jagged semicircle. I love it. Yeah, oh, they look so like gator great. bites. It's perfect. <laughs> John, war crimes. Uh, well, aside from the, the dumping of the nuclear waste, this movie studiously avoids any further crime. <laughs> it's like kind of the point. Uh, I'm going to say it's one of those like they'll make it legal after the fact, but I'm pretty sure you can't just nuke a Godzilla in a civilian area. Like I'm pretty sure you need to have declared aggressions against Godzilla and like sent your ambassadors to try to sue for peace and have the talks break down and then you fire your nuclear weapons. That's true. They didn't even try sending a helicopter up there with flashing lights and (laughs) (laughs) nobody even brought a a Rick Wakeman synthesizer to the party. How are we supposed to know Godzilla can't communicate? What if they show up there and they're like and Godzilla's like (laughs) scree, scrog, scrog, screek and they're like, oh shit, Godzilla just came here to get a cup of sugar. (laughs) That's the problem with these monster movies. They never try to speak in the language of funk. That's true. (laughs) Nobody nobody brings out a nobody brings out a moog and hooks it up to an amp. (laughs) Oh come on. Godzilla's more of a Korg than a Moog. You don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Uh, So yeah, rest of war crimes, uh, not applicable. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Mark, I do have a war crime. It is a war crime that I don't have like 30 Shin Godzilla movies because I want to see what happens next when Godzilla does wake up because they're straight up saying he'll wake up again. We'll have to deal with it. I want to know what happens when Godzilla wakes up again, but like another monster shows up. Show me Shin Godzilla versus Shin Mothra or fucking Shin, you know, Megaguirus or or Shin Destroya. I don't care. Well, see, which here's one. the thing with the way that this movie leaves off. It's clear that Yaguchi is going to. This is another. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this in like the subtitles that you had, but one of the running gags is that they keep showing Yaguchi's. Uh, like position within the government and as the movie goes on it gets more and more text added to it as he just gets more and more authority um and it's very clear that he is going to be like spearheading the new government probably running on like a i'll deal with godzilla platform which honestly good platform to run for in this universe yeah Uh, i'm saying if Yaguchi can't get a mecha godzilla funded fabricated and erected in tokyo what even is this new government? <laughs> oh my gosh! See, that's what I need. Give me a Shin Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. Hell yes! Although well, we do have a Shin, we do have a Shin Ultraman coming. We do up. have a Shin Ultraman, and I am fucking pumped. We and just got we the can, first trailer for it, and it looks dope. And if we can get Shin Ultraman to fight Shin Godzilla, I'd be pretty happy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is. It is Hidekiano writing and directing. It's the same uh, special he's not effects directing, crew. He's just writing. What's that? He's not directing, he's just writing. It's a different director. Right, It's the. I think it's the head of the special effects for this movie is directing that one. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hideki Anno's just writing that one. I was yeah, looking into god it damn, today. it looks so cool. It looks rad as hell. I love Ultraman. Um, so that's going to take us uh, to our final bullet point. Is this an action movie? 
Is this an action movie? John, is Shin Godzilla an action movie? It is two action movies. <laughs> At the same time, it is like a giant kaiju destruction movie because all of those scenes are done so well. You get such a good sense of scale and a good sense of just the like chaos that this creature can cause. But then like literally whenever we are not on Godzilla, we are on the most fucking intense cabinet meeting you have ever seen in your (laughs) stupid life. And it's nobody yelling. It's not that like fist pounding, like damn it, Parker, get me pictures of Godzilla. It is all like, it is just the urgency and the seriousness with which all of the non-Godzilla scenes take Godzilla that makes those into action montages. Yeah. John, yeah. John, do you think uh, anyone has shown this movie to George Lucas and he was immediately like, oh, so that's how you do bureaucracy in a movie. Oh, shit. I fucked <laughs> no, up. No, they, they sent it to George Lucas and he watched it and he was just like, well... No, that's not how you do it. It's got to be slow so that the audience can follow all the procedures so that when they do their role-playing games at home, they know all of the different, uh, you know, Senate (laughs) procedures that they need to have quorums and vote now, vote now. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, Patrick, is Shin Godzilla an action movie? Absolutely. And I would also go so far as to say, and I mean, I haven't seen them all. But this is definitely the best of the Godzilla movies I think I've ever seen. Mm, wow, high praise. Uh, Mark, is Shin Godzilla an action movie? Uh, absolutely it is. In the sense that anytime you do anything, it's considered an action. This movie has lots of actions in it. <laughs> um, I will say this. This is definitely one of my favorite Godzilla movies. But when it comes to Godzilla, I do personally like a little bit more of Godzilla wrecking shit. And Godzilla doesn't wreck a lot of shit. He literally walks into the center of, of the, the city and then stands there for most of the movie. And his tail kind of knocks some things over. But most of it is just his breath and his dorsal lasers. I do want to see a little bit more of Godzilla just like kicking down buildings and punching planes and stuff. That's just a personal thing. Uh, but other than that, yeah, this is absolutely an action movie. Uh, the minute he uh, split his bottom jaw into two and shot a big purple laser that went literally across the world and wiped out anything over five stories. Yeah, absolutely action movie. hundred percent. Final reviews of Shin Godzilla. John. Uh, I give it uh, 10 dorsal fins out of 10. And those dorsal fins are atomic. Oh, Patrick. I'm going to give it one (laughs) out of one. <laughs> uh, Mark, final review of Shin Godzilla. I give this movie two shins, the maximum amount of shins most bipeds have. <laughs> True, but I think the band, the shins, has five people in it. Is each uh, one... Yeah, but they're not all no, shins. No, no, no. John, we all know the shins is just a fucking recording vehicle for the main songwriter guy in that band. Nobody cares about the other four guys. It's just that main guy. Yeah, uh, 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 Joe Mangala. I know who you're talking about. Jesus Christ! <laughs> his name is his name is Mike. It's just Mike. <laughs> his name is Mike Mangala. <laughs> Duh. No, it's Mike Shin. <laughs> the Shins are named after him and his Shins. No, that's pretty arrogant, if you ask me. Uh, no, I've seen those Shins. That's worth it. Yeah. Oh, nice. They're, yeah. they're surprisingly okay. muscular. 
<laughs> uh, so that's going to do it for this episode of Body Counts and Beer. I am Mark Rosendahl. I am Patrick Brown. I am still Jonathan Rooney Taylor. And we will see you next time. Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Bromley, John Rooney Taylor, and Mark Rosendahl. Please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts from. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Please subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast or email us about literally anything at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com.